Thanks to ATI Physical Therapy for sponsoring this episode and also a bunch that we're doing in a, in a series that we recorded live at Northeastern University. It's fun to do that show live out again. Just different vibe, man. Just a different vibe with a live studio audience. So I don't know. Maybe we'll be doing the show live near you. If we do come out, we always follow it with a happy hour. I know that shocks you. Uh, our guest today is a, a dynamic clinical director and a physical therapist who wound up opening her own clinic, which is something that's really easy to say. Watch, I'll say it again. She opened her own clinic. But I've never done that, and I can imagine there's a lot to it, including a self-assessment. You know, being great at being a physical therapist and delivering care is one thing, but managing people and running an operation, totally different. So I wanted to get inside what actually went into that with our guest, Kayla Roche. So we'll do that with Kayla Roche. Uh, thanks again to ATI. They're raising the bar, leading the PT profession and advancing it with high quality, innovative work dedicated to supporting you as a clinician or maybe a director of a clinic with what you need to deliver the profession's greatest service and patient outcomes. Isn't that why we get into it in the first, in the first place? Uh, find out more online. I was actually on there earlier. There are a lot of opportunities. ATIPT.com. Let's hear what it sounded like live with Kayla Roche. This is the PT Pinecast. All right. Our next guest is a dynamic clinical director and physical therapist who navigated the PT world amidst the COVID era. From opening a new clinic to developing CE courses, her story is one of resilience and growth. Welcome, Kayla Roche. Hey, everybody. Kayla, how's it going? It's good. How's it feel to be back? Because I didn't say in the, uh, in the intro, but this is your old stomping ground. You're an alum. Yeah. Alumnae. It's very weird to be back. It feels like you never leave. You walk on campus and it just feels you're back at home. It's, back a very, at home. it's a very weird, unique experience, I guess. How long ago since you were um, being partially traumatized? <laughs> I graduated in May of 2019. Um, our last year of PT school is just clinical rotation. So right. I haven't been in the seat since late 2018. 2018. What's, what, do you, what do you miss the most about being in the school? There's got to be something. I mean, a lot of it was, it felt both simultaneously very, very quick and very, very long. I miss all my friends. Okay. Like you get to hang out with each other every single day. And right. So people are good. We sound better there. All right. Keep going. You get to hang out with everybody every single day. You can grab beers after exams. You can hang out. You can do whatever you need to do. People can save your favorite spot for studying, yeah. coffee, whatever can sleep in on days you don't have class. Yeah. It's that pretty doesn't exist anymore. It's pretty funny to be in like, I don't know, 28th grade or whatever graduate school is when you finally get there. And you're like, there are no assigned seats, but there are obviously, that's someone's seat. Like, yeah. you know, after like the third day of class, like that's that person's seat, right? It's just, un, it's unwritten, right? This guy knows what I'm talking about. He's like, yes. Um, 100%. So one thing I noticed that you'd made me just think about, which is you don't know what you have until it's gone, right? We Absolutely. say that all the time. It's going to be a great time of your life. Two things. One is having those classmates who are going through that thing exactly at the same moment because that's going to go away. You're going to be next to people, right? If you work in a clinic, you're going to have people, but they're not going through the exact same thing at the exact same time. Mm -hmm. And the second is you have someone who has the answers down the hall, which is nice. And you don't have that anymore. No. You've got Google and your notes. Do you look at your notes anymore? No. I do. You, I you? have notes. I have the binders. I got them all um, bound at <laughs> the end of every semester. And I have them in my clinic for my students who come in and... So there are two me, types of so people in the world. They look at them, but okay. I don't. There are people who save. So did you save? Show your show of hands if you graduated. Did you save your notes from PT school? 
Yeah, there are two types of people in the world. Those people and... I don't even think I took notes during class. I was like, where's your notes? I'm like, I've got paper. I'll put this in the binder. I had binders first day, never used them, didn't do it. So you did something pretty cool after PT school. You opened a new clinic. There was nothing, and then there was a thing. And I want to do fill in the blank. Opening a new clinic was what? Was really fun. Really? Okay, cool. So tell, like, what's the 30,000-foot what's the 30, view, and then what's the really zoomed-in view? So you get to control everything which is super, for me, very fun. You, as a PT, you love to be in control. You love to type A, everything, put all your ducks in a I row. I threw away all my notes before the test. So no, <laughs> we're not all like that. But, that, but, this, but, but this is good because it shows differences, right? Yeah, so. So, I mean, I got to control my own schedule, control exactly what I needed to do in the clinic, my admin time, my time with patients, getting things, everything done, creating relationships in the community, doing outreach stuff that I wanted to do, work with different doctor's offices in the area. So I got to create a whole new community. Yeah. So this is what you listed uh, requires different skills, right? That you're not necessarily taught in the classroom and you pick those things up. Um, what was the hardest skill to learn that maybe you didn't have before? Because doing what you did is in physical therapy, right? It's in the profession. Absolutely. But this is not necessarily in it's a not PT. Physical therapist. <laughs> right, right. There's it, it, by the way, my yep. favorite diagram is the Venn diagram, right? Do you have to have your favorite diagram if you go in PT school? Mine was the Venn. This feels like a good crossover spot, but maybe your education isn't always perfect for it. So you had to probably learn a lot on the fly, on the go. There was probably you couldn't go back to notes. There might not have been, not, might not have been. So what were one or two of the skills you just had to learn on the go? How to market how to like as a PT you do I don't want to say you do sales but you are a salesperson you're getting someone to buy your product of physical therapy you teach people to do these exercises and the reason why they should do them you're selling that to them and so how to spin that into the way of why you should trust me as your PT your doctor's office in the area why the local sports coach should give me a call and not someone else up the road you used a lot of words that are icky to PTs yeah sell (laughs) spin, uh, market. But, um, I went to a Catholic university for communications. And on the first day, brother Basil was in a Brown robe and a rope around his waist. And he said to a room full of comms majors, uh, what is public relations? And a bunch of students tried to impress the professor with their hands raised spin selling, you know, marketing. And he said, no, of course he's a, I kept my hand down. Cause I was like, this is, this is a trap. I know this. I'm not going to get it right. And he said, uh, public relations is building a relationship with the public. Mm-hmm. The answer is in the, is in the question. So you figured that out, but there is a skill in how to do that. And Luke led off with, you know, the most important skill, which was listening. I'm guessing you had to do a lot of listening to a lot of different people to figure out how you could help them solve their problems and a very, a variety of problems. Absolutely. You need to find where you're going to fit into everybody else's needs, um, and how you can bridge that gap, be that solution, mm-hmm. um, and so it's really cool to be able to help build those bridges with people who yeah. you actually want to work with. Sure. So. Where, where were some of the, uh, the struggles, right? There'd be, it wouldn't be a really great story or great movie with, unless there was like a potential failure or like the low point. What, were, what was one of them? Or like, like, give us a little insight. It can't be all roses. You're a very it's cheery person, <laughs> but it had to be a little hard. When the first time I went into a doctor's office by myself to yeah. um, chat with somebody about our patient, they would not speak to me. Really? Yes. And I was, hi, mm. Kayla, I'm a physical therapist at the road. And that was... Do you notice how high, was, her high-pitched voice got right there? That is my, I'm really nervous phone right. voice. Right. I don't really know how to handle the situation. And 
I remember standing there and being like, well, this could have gone 7,000 times better and it, it won't. Okay. But what happened? What'd I you learn? What, what, did, I was like, great. Yeah. What did you learn? How'd the second or the 32nd one go? Um, you always have to come with ammo. So bring progress notes, bring business cards, write yourself a number down, chat with the, get to know the person at the desk, all of those extra little pieces so that you're not just Joe Schmo walking from up the road. They're like, oh, Kayla. Oh, who do you need to see? Who do you need to talk to? Let me see if they have a moment, whatever. Yeah. So, so. be prepared. Boy Scouts, it's like a motto from Boy Scouts. Exactly. Like you should, it, it sticks around. It applies. Um, Working and leading people now is part of your job. Mm-hmm. It's not really something you're maybe trained in, right? And you're trying to figure that out. That's a skill. It's a whole major in school, like yeah. business administration. Communications is a whole major. I got one. Um, how did you learn that? Because that's terribly important, right? Those are your resources. So what was a trial or tribulation from learning how to lead people? Um, I was really lucky to have great mentors. Um, one is in the audience. Um, they kind of took me under their wing whenever I had questions. I was really able to lean on people around me. Um, I think confidence is a big part of that. And sure. I mean, every single PT student, every PT comes into the field thinking that they are imposters. We don't know what the heck we're doing. Yeah. Why is anybody going to listen to me? I don't know what I'm doing. Sure. Um, so it's also having that headspace of, you know what you're doing and people are going to trust what you're doing because you are smart and all of those pieces are going to fall into place if you have the confidence in yourself to know yeah. that you can do it. Yeah. And how, when did when was this and how long has that been going? Just like give a context in terms of time. Um, I opened our Bill Record Clinic in March 2022. Wow. So still still a good decision looking back and yep. when you did it? Okay. Absolutely. All right. Good. Your boss is here, so it's okay. okay. <laughs> on the hot seat with three questions on the PT Pinecast. We're going to do three questions. Question number one, as someone who started boxing and kickboxing, I, I mean, I don't, I mean, I, I don't think I would have thought of that about you, but that's good. That's your sucker punch. Someone who started boxing and kick, kickboxing at a very young age, what's a life lesson you learned or ter- uh, took from martial arts and that sort of discipline? Uh, you never know what, who somebody is, what they're bringing to the table. I'm, I'm pretty unassuming. I'm small. Right. And so when I would go into competitions, I was always the the ringer to say Um, no one ever expected that I could ever hold my own. And so you always have to think about it. Every single other person has that, has that piece to them. You just don't know what it is. Yeah. So Kayla's going to hold the drink tickets and she's going to (laughs) bounce. She's going to bounce tonight at the bar. Uh, If you could have a boxing match with any historical figure, who would it be? And why? I stole this from the movie fight club. Um, I have no idea. Just make one up. Maybe Eleanor Roosevelt. Yeah, just why? Just she is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and you wanted to punch her. I'd like to win. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Says a lot. Good. I like it. Uh, third question. Imagine you're teaching a PT class using martial arts principles. What's the first thing you'd teach? Um, wow. I would teach you how to own your own space. Okay. What does that mean? Um, know who you are as a person. Know what you're passionate about. And to kind of go off of what Luke was saying before, uh, don't disregard everybody else's passions and what they think and what they know, but make sure that you hold those close to you. Because if you don't, then you're going to be wishy-washy. Yeah, so don't be wishy-washy. I like that. That's good. I put that on a t-shirt. Uh, that, that, that is three questions. You ready to play 60-second PT? Absolutely. 60-second PT. Uh, we'll do the same question. So you've already had a little cheat sheet. You've heard these before. But they have to put your, you cannot repeat an answer. That's how it's going to go for all the guests. Define physical therapy in just three words. Individualized, um, 
you said comprehensive. Yeah. Fun and energetic. There you go. What's the most challenging part of your job? Dealing with insurance. Yes. Okay. What's the most rewarding part of your job? Getting paid by insurance. No, keep going. <laughs> Having patients get better. Good. What's one myth about PT you often encounter? Um, that everybody needs ice and rest and Tylenol and compression yeah. and stuff. Ice just in a drink really is what I do. <laughs> Common mistake new PTs make. They think they don't know anything or they think they know too much. Yeah. Dunning-Kruger, Freddy Krueger situation. What's one trend in physical therapy that excites you the most? Dry needling. Okay. What's a book every PT should read? Two. Hardball. I don't remember who wrote it, I'll but Google it's it by like a Olympian. Okay. Um, and Brain on Fire. Okay. Under, uh, most underrated skill in physical therapy? Listening. Active listening. And what is your number one tip for building patient trust? Meet them where they're at. Okay. Not every patient is going to be at the same point in their care, recovery, rehab, whatever. Um, so meet them where they are in that specific day. Yeah. Change every day. Yeah. Everybody you meet is fighting a battle that you know nothing about. Exactly. At the worst, be kind. That's Robin Williams. A good one. All right. Time for your parting shot. This is the parting shot. All right. Parting shot. Your last chance for a mic drop moment, but don't because they're my microphones and they'll, they won't bounce. Uh, what do you want to leave with the audience? Um, stay true to who you are. A wise person once told me, if you're going to be a bear, be a grizzly. Yeah. All right. Uh, only two drinks tonight because I don't need you in the corner <laughs> beating up Eleanor Roosevelt. Let's hear it for Kayla. 